0: Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. Woo! He's back. And back. How you doing, Manny? You feeling better, buddy?
1: i oh, definitely dude. I've been feeling really good.
0: That's great to hear, man. We missed you here. Thank you, thank you. I don't know if you uh, listened to the last couple episodes. They're, they're struggling to do your outros, man.
1: I did hear that. I did hear that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah man it's good to hear that you're feeling better and uh back on your feet at least
1: definitely definitely
0: we you know we were glad to see that uh everybody at least heard you back pre- before this because they hopefully listened to the bonus episode right
1: yeah even though I was a little bit tired during the bonus episode but yeah i did make a i did make my make myself present during that bonus episode
0: yep we appreciate the effort for sure man i know uh I, we thought it was technical, but I think you just fell asleep. Yeah, my body
1: was really bad and tired, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. No worries. I mean, now you get to listen to the ending as fresh and new. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hope, hopefully um, I'll get you to do a little bit of labor for the next episode. No, for sure. We'll see. We'll see.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, all right, Manny, let's... uh. Let's get caught up here. What do we got going on? You have a anime lineup for winter twenty twenty one, right?
1: Uh, definitely. Uh, we have now entered the winter season of anime for twenty twenty one. Lots of great animes have already started for winter twenty twenty one, a little bit earlier than expected, but it still plays into winter twenty one, even though it didn't start when the whole s- this season started actually. And one of the most noticeable ones was actually Attack on Titan. For their final season of the fourth season. Which so far. Within the, fat, the past few episodes. That have came out so far. Have been extremely well done. I know a lot of people have been talking. Uh, have been. Saying ill things towards the anime. Mainly because it's a different studio. That's making it this time. Uh, it's doing the animation work. It's MAPA Studios. But with the latest episode. It has been clear. That they are doing a phenomenal job at keeping up with the the animation and how the show is. Very nice. And just just making it look really amazing, especially with the very latest episode of how they did.
0: Yeah. Do we have any background on why they switched studios?
1: uh, Probably for budget reasons. Who knows? Maybe the other studio wasn't just available at the time to actually take that project. Who knows? Okay. But... Regardless, they have been doing a phenomenal job for Mappa Studios, so I'm I'm really excited to see what more we can see for this short season.
0: Sweet. All right.
1: In short season, I mean only 16 episodes for this fourth season.
0: Yes, typically they're what, 24, 26? 24 episodes.
1: So the idea is for this anime is that it's only going to be 16 episodes, but these 16 episodes are not going to cover all the chapters that are remaining for this series they are saving the very last few chapters for this series for a movie. Supposedly that's the rumor.
0: All right, cool.
1: So kind of a letdown because that means we have to wait longer for it to actually see the whole anime, the whole series animated and finally see it to the end. But I mean, I I think it's a smart move, honestly, just to have a movie, make some more money and stuff and bring in more revenue for the series.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a good way to tack on and a, and ride the last of the hype. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely. Interesting fact, this latest episode was called Declaration of War. And the, the, the latest episode did not falter on anything. They, they, it, it was breathtaking, amazing, epic. And I can't wait for the, the next episode for next week. But because of how good and how hyped this episode was, that they started making hashtag trends called Declaration of War And a lot of people got scared on social media and throughout the internet because of the whole current events that are happening in the U.S. that they actually took it the wrong way of what this whole decoration (laughs) of war trend was actually talking about.
0: That's funny.
1: It's it's sad, but it's also funny.
0: I mean, it is, but yeah, I'm sure... But the thing is, you also got to see where it's coming from. It's like all the hashtags of Declaration of War was probably these fucking weeb-ass accounts with anime characters as profile pictures.
1: Yes, and with the whole current political event happening in the U.S. right now...
0: Who it pissed was off the of... weebs? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was taken out of context, basically.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: <laughs> uh, so a lot of other good animes have come out this season. We have Lady Camp Season 2. After it's been like what well, i think like three years since season one came out so everybody's really excited for that one i just watched it yesterday and i enjoyed it so much honestly i thought it was really good for the first episode of season two
0: damn has it Another, been three
1: years i think it is actually been three years Holy have crap. Check that and finally season two of slime
0: yes that's not the actual name though right
1: no, no, the time I got reincarnating, reincarnated reincarnated Cardi as slime. a slime.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. But we like to call it slime.
0: Yeah, I just call it slime too. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but this is I a really enjoyed the
0: first season. I'm actually super excited for this one.
1: I was kind of sad that they rushed the first season because a lot of the stuff in the first season was actually rushed from the manga. Okay. Uh, so, but however, yes, I really did enjoy the first season, so this is a very highly anticipated anime as well for season 2.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, which is the release of the first episode.
1: Indeed, indeed. Another good anime that just started actually this week, or this weekend that just passed, was actually Ray Zero Part 2 of Season 2. So,
0: Okay, the next arc?
1: Yeah, the next arc for Season 2. So that finally came back as well after its break, and I think they did that just for COVID reasons. They took a break so they can be able to catch up a production and everything, because COVID made the whole anime scene a little bit difficult to try to uh, produce these enemies, especially with voice acting. Since they like to do them in group sessions, not one on one and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I mean the same difficulties we're kind of having.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I, Another good know, anime,
1: I... or oh, go for it.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I think we're finally kind of getting a grasp of it, but man, we were kind of uh just barely keeping our head afloat trying to get these uh online sessions going trying oh, yeah, to find definitely. the best software the best timing you know what I
1: mean oh yeah but it's we gotta do what we gotta do honestly yeah uh, another good anime that came out uh, Doc- Dr. Stone season 2 I actually saw a little bit ha- uh, halfway into season 1 thought it was a really good anime I just never got the chance to continue it so I know oh, okay. that this anime is finish also really season good one. Season one and how'd you like
0: it? I liked it. I thought it was cool. You liked it. I, yeah, I always I love when it. they take a little bit of a uh, realism. Obviously, you can't exactly replicate his science experiments, but oh, no. but, but the data right is away. there. It is based upon <laughs> something real, which was always super interesting.
1: Yeah, if you try to if you try to imitate those, you'll be labeled as a terrorist right away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that's definitely one I'm glad to see season two coming out for it.
1: Yeah, so I'll probably have to like continue it and try to suck and be able to catch up and watch the second season as well. Some new animes that came out uh, that kind of look interesting. I might give them a chance to see and check them out. It's called so, what? Uh, so I'm a Spider, So What? I'm not too sure what that's all about. I guess one person is a spider and everybody makes a big deal about it. Kind of like the slime anime. So I'll have, okay. to see, well, I'll have to see how that one turns out. And some of the other most notable animes that we can think of that. And for one, this is actually one of the most highly anticipated animes that everybody's waiting for is The Promised Neverland. So everybody's really anticipated for that one. So I'm excited to see when that one's going to come out. I think it was supposed to be this season. I'm not too sure. I'm not seeing any info on it. Okay. But but I hope to see it soon, honestly, because that one was really well done. Yeah, absolutely. Very hyped, honestly. Some other animes was uh, uh, what was that? What was it called? My, it was an anime called uh, pretty uh. I'm trying to. Man, these names are sometimes really hard to pronounce. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I, I know people are gonna give me shit for this. Uh, uma mus, uh, Um musume. Pretty Derby Season 2. How dare which, uh, you? I know. I know. I tried my best. <laughs> I try my best. I try my best. Uh, but it's pretty much the horse derby anime, if you remember. Uh, pretty Derby. Oh, yeah, yeah, two,
0: yeah. I think I remember of it. I don't think I ever yeah. watched that one.
1: Yeah. So Season 2 finally came out. I actually watched it. And the ending of, uh, ending of that first episode was very very scary of what's going on and i i actually took i actually really like this anime so what once they finally showed something that happened in the, in the first episode of season two i got very scared for what's going to happen
0: okay suspenseful
1: yeah uh, another one that apparently is very anticipated as well that a lot of people are interested in, is in the quescentential quescentennial or quiz quintessential uh, i don't even know how to you say you can that, do actually. it manny quintessential quintuplets season two i heard that one's like really big so people are really interested in that one as well yeah for the uh, first second season
0: okay that think that's another one i haven't seen either
1: neither of my honestly but there's quite a lot of animes that have also come out just never heard of them or they just look like they're genres that don't pique my interest but yeah there's quite a quite a lot of animes that are coming out and continue series we have black clover that's continuing and they just finished the, a time skip in the new arc that, that is coming to play and stuff. And we got to see a much stronger, much more better looking of Asta and all the other characters and stuff. So I'm excited to see how this time skip has shown everybody's progress in getting power and training. Yeah. Especially with Mimosa. <clears throat> the moment I saw her and the whole time skip and how she looked, everything, I was like, oh, she got better looking.
0: All right. Put it away, Manny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I have on anime updates, honestly.
0: Cool, cool. So quick question while you were kind of talking about that. Mm-hmm. What genres do you not really, like, does it really catch your interests? The genres.
1: So there's actually a mixture for me. Like for you, there's the kitty animes. That you don't like, and Mecca, and Mecca, yeah. I enjoy Meccas not too much though, but I enjoy Meccas. But for the kitties, the kitty animes like I wouldn't say like like straight straight kitty, um, kitty enemies, but there are some that actually have good storylines and good animation work that actually have me interested, and in, I actually watch it. Uh, usually, some of them actually have really good comedy, so. I'm seeing a lot of these looking very extra kitty, so that's why I'm saying that some of these don't actually catch my interest at all. And so it's, it's, it has to be in the moment for me to actually think like maybe this might be a good one, even though it's a kitty style anime that I'll actually enjoy. Okay. But other than that, uh, another one that just does not catch my interest in, but. There's only two animes from this genre that I will watch. The rest I just don't have I don't see any interest in watching it at all. Would have to be sports animes.
0: I can see that. I can see that. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Sports animes just really don't catch my interest and stuff. But there are two specific ones that I do enjoy watching the most and I have no issues with watching them. Other than that, I can't really say any other anime genres that because my my taste of anime preference is very broad in general, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that differs from you, honestly. What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, for me, it's for sure like the little kid animes. I just, I can't stand them. Um, there's very, very few mechas that I can actually stand to watch. Mm-hmm. Like some of the older Gundams just because of the nostalgia mostly, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not like I go back to rewatch them because I enjoy them that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, as far as like sport animes, I'm probably very neutral on those. Uh, there's not, they're not really anything that I categorize as like, no, I've, I i do not like watching them. But it's not anything I am going to be like, oh yeah, I got to go watch that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean yeah, that definitely. that that's pretty much where it is for me for the most part I really like uh, I guess like the fantasy adventure ones for me you know
1: yeah same with me fantasy adventure and I do enjoy a lot of uh, romantic comedy animes as well Um,
0: yeah probably... I, I can mess with those too but they just gotta have like really well written stories you know what I mean
1: oh definitely, definitely. Uh, I, I, I kind of and... scrutinize
0: those a little bit more for the storyline than I would like a comedy or a adventure one you know
1: yeah definitely and i think that's where i'm that's where i'm trying to get at especially with those like kiddie style animes where they actually have like an actual story that actually interests me into watching it
0: okay i don't know for me it's hard to get past those <laughs> yeah no
1: I, I i know what you mean
0: but all right let's uh roll on to the next headline then yep yeah. Manny, how would you like your tires to last 80,000 miles?
1: That's not possible.
0: Oh, it is, buddy. At least that's the claim uh, Nokian Tires is making. I probably pronounced that fucked up.
1: Is there really a company that's claiming to have 80,000 warranty?
0: Unclear on the warranty, but they're claiming that it'll do 80,000 miles of tread life expectancy.
1: I find that hard to believe, especially if you're into drag racing, but I know this is not drag racing. <laughs> These aren't drag tires.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. These are not drag tires. These are all-season tires. They're going to be designed specifically for North America.
1: Why and... North America? Huh? That's actually interesting. Why North America?
0: Not sure. Um, but... They're also going to be a, a pretty broad range of sizes from like 14 to 20-inch wheels. Okay. And they're claiming that, yes, it's going to meet 80,000-mile uh, tread life, which is pretty as long as crazy. You,
1: as long as you don't abuse the tires, I'm guessing, correct?
0: Yes, yes, yes. They do have like a pothole protection warranty, That'll like replace uh tires if they're damaged beyond repair and though the, that warranty actually I, comes I free see, with the tire
1: I can see why they offer a pothole warranty because America's just filled with potholes and our in- engineering for our roads is just shit where like they they purposely want potholes to be made so they can continue making business with with the uh, repairing them and stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, this this company, they're most notable for like their winter tires. Mm-hmm. But apparently these are gonna these are gonna come out and probably a little bit more expensive than what their uh their older older um than the than their predecessor. Uh-huh. But it doesn't sound like it's gonna be anything like crazy expensive. You know, they're like their their current one is usually ranging about 80 to 180 bucks a tire.
1: Which is really not that bad, honestly.
0: No, that's not bad at all, man. So if they kind of stay, you know, a little bit above the price on average of that, but they're lasting for that long, that's that's pretty damn good, man. Yeah, honestly. Let's see if how, how sticky they go with the track. Maybe I can get a whole year's worth of track driving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think they're actually track appropriate tires, though?
0: No. <laughs> well, I mean, anything is track appropriate as long as it's safe right <laughs> it just doesn't mean you're gonna be the, the fastest but it's appropriate as long as it's safe
1: let's just put some bottles on the track and see if they can last
0: be all right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that might that might really change up if like the way they're developing material like mm-hmm. that's gonna really change up how it goes i i never there was a story that i never actually put on the podcast but I looked at it and I thought about it, but I, you know, I just didn't. But it was actually a invention being done by an engineering school that basically collected your tire fragments as you mm-hmm. drove. So they look like some crazy like mud flapper like wheel covers, you know? Mm-hmm. And as you drove and turned and stuff, those little rubber particles as you drive was actually getting collected, and they would use that to recycle and make new tires again. Okay. Which is pretty interesting. I didn't, you know, that's something that you don't really think about, but they were saying that it actually is a huge contaminant and pollution and air quality, you know, like we actually, there are all these small particles that we actually end up breathing. Yeah. So they, they were designing these attachments you can attach to the cars that would collect all that tire residue. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was pretty interesting. So it's, it's kind of like something that you don't really think about. You don't really think there's much more they can advance on it, but you know, apparently there is. For sure. Speaking of advancing... We have the new logo for GM. Did you take a look at that? Yep, I did see it, actually. What do you think about it?
1: It's very interesting. I would never have thought GM would actually decide to change their logo. Especially after a good while, they've had it like that, right?
0: Well, I mean, all companies are kind of known to rebrand here and there, like over the years, you
1: know? No, yeah, definitely.
0: So they were probably just about due, I, I would say.
1: No, oh, yeah. And this is pretty much their fifth time out of their whole history of changing their name, honestly. Yeah. But it, it looks more, it does look more modern, honestly, of what you would expect from these newer days of like how people try to uh, design their logos and everything. So it's, I actually like it. It's just that I would have never thought I would actually see it, honestly, happen.
0: Okay, to be honest. I actually don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? No.
1: I mean, my my feeling towards it is mutual, but it looks interesting.
0: Okay. So, I mean, I, I think it's portraying what they want, and I think that's fine. I just don't like it. it, it it's yeah. very plain and mundane.
1: Yeah, for the most part, from what I've seen a lot of uh, articles and everything, the idea was more towards like, an electrified design which is what we're seeing a trend right now with gm trying to make uh ev cars and everything
0: yes (coughs) excuse me and yeah no and gm's doing a hard push into technology right now
1: no they are i I definitely gotta give them credit on that they are very they are really coming out with some really interesting things honestly
0: now so this is this is kind of why I'm saying that yes the logo matches what they're trying to do. They they're conveying the logo accurately to where they're rebranding themselves.
1: No, if only they can do that with the Hummer though.
0: <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But so th- this is kind of like where where I'm kind of getting to. And and I mm-hmm. guess the next headline is going to kind of merge with this one. Okay. So Sony is Te- road testing their car right now.
1: What do you mean Sony is to- testing a car?
0: Sony, the electronics company.
1: They came out with a car?
0: They came out with a car, and they are road testing it right now with full autonomous driving, EV.
1: Are they having gamers tested, or how are they testing
0: <laughs> it? It's the PS room. <laughs> oh, God. No. Is that the name? No, 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 That's no, no. That's not the name. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I actually almost believed you a little bit right there.
0: <laughs> no, it is PS the Sony Vision can... S.
1: I can actually see it though being called the P- the PS Room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rebadge it and flash it. That'll that'll be what it is.
1: That will get the console uh, console gamers uh, gamers to want to buy a car,
0: All right? <laughs> It'll come with a PlayStation in dash.
1: Look, the, the steering wheel is a controller for for the PS Five.
0: But yes, Sony, Sony. Uh, wait, is wait. Doing the wait. road test and safety test right now.
1: Wait, and even though it is a new car and everything, and everything is trying to be more digital and everything. You still have to use CD. You still, they still come with a CD drive to play music and stuff.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, it's Sony. So the the disc drive is actually going to be an external box sitting on the roof.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The CD drive is an add-on.
0: Yeah. So, this is the Sony Vision S, and they're doing road testing and safety testing all right now. Okay. And they're going to have full autonomous driving. They didn't really release any notes as far as, like, performance or any fun details.
1: Any specs, you mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... They're, you know, they're talking about how many sensors it has, and it's going to have full autonomous driving. They expect it to kind of take it beyond what Tesla is doing, and kind of to the next level. Mm-hmm. Its styling is fairly similar to a Tesla. Maybe, uh, yeah, I'd say honestly, fairly similar to like what a Tesla looks like. Okay, but this is kind of what I mean with uh with GM's logo, right? Yeah. So, this was unveiled at the CES um, convention and show or whatever, right? Okay. And GM unveiled um, air Bummer? taxis. Oh, no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <fine. laughs> they unveiled air taxis, which are basically like people drones.
1: What do you mean by people drones?
0: Like a taxi, but it's like a small chopper. Okay. And so it's basically a giant drone you're going to sit inside it's going to move you that way, you know?
1: Okay, so just basically an autom- autonomous taxi basically that flies? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, they also re unveiled a Cadillac Evil EV toll. And that's basically toll? like a personal little shuttle. It's an autonomous little box that's just going to you sit inside, you're not going to be no, there's no like a autopilot where you're sitting in a driver's seat and being ready to take over autonomous controls this is literally like you just go in there and it's a pod that's going to take off on its own okay so gm is is i guess they're really doing a hard push towards the technology which is great that's fine um but the what i'm seeing is like the cars aren't really cars anymore They're becoming they're becoming like a like an appliance like a a TV a microwave.
1: (laughs) It does feel like it honestly because everybody wants those extra features in their vehicles. Not they don't want to. It kind of feels like they don't want a car for its functionality as a car as a vehicle. Just more of the features of what extra luxuries it has.
0: Yeah. Well, well that's what and I mean. It's, it's becoming more of an appliance. It's not something you're doing when you buy it. You're not buying the car yeah. and then you're driving. Like they're really pushing hard towards an appliance, a a, a device, a device. There you go. Like it's gonna be an electronic device that does a service for you.
1: Yeah, just like how people are with the iPhones, they just buy it to flex, even though it does the same capabilities as any other phone.
0: Well, yeah, but that, that's what I mean. Like, the, It looks like an appliance now, and that's why I feel this logo, just looking at it, it looks like an appliance logo to me. Like, I'm going to see it on my washer and dryer later, you know?
1: Huh. Okay, okay. I don't You, know you kind of see right where there. I'm no. coming from now? Yeah, yeah. I never actually thought about seeing it in that perspective towards the logo especially. That's actually interesting.
0: Yeah, no, the logo reminds me of that now, and then, you know, they came out really hard at the CES event because besides the pod and the the helicopter – They did have another EV car from Cadillac, the, I don't even know how you pronounce that, Celeste Q? I don't know. It's that trippy looking one you probably saw teasers of a while back.
1: I did see that, and I'm sorry to our listeners, but this is another EV episode. Shut the fuck
0: up, Manny. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: On top of that, they also did another Bolt, the EUV. They kind of released like a teaser for that one. The Bolt? For the bolt, yeah, and you mean on
1: their all electric car, correct?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. And then uh, also they uh, debuted basically this um, working uh, fleet vehicle, like for delivery vans, mm-hmm. which is also okay. again all EV.
1: Okay, that's interesting. So, like, I know Tesla already made a commercial vehicle that. Uh, well, um, I'm not too sure if they've already. Decided to make into production or anything, but if you remember that big semi-truck that they came out with that was all electric for Tesla.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of interesting seeing it kind of dwindle down more towards the commercial side. And interesting to see how it's going to perform, honestly.
0: Yeah, so they have this, uh, this basically fleet delivery vehicle, EV. And on top of that, they also did another vehicle, which is... Not really a vehicle, but I guess it's to help move, uh, move stuff for logistics and warehouses and stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm sure Amazon probably has their own bot version. I, you know, they have those bots versions already in their in their warehouses. You yeah. know, but yeah. so GM's. One of the... Oh, go ahead, man.
1: So one of the things that I'm, that's actually piquing my interest to see, uh, because commercial side, you you want to make sure you drive the most amount of miles in a day, especially. And so it's gonna be interesting to see how the capabilities are for these EV vehicles to work on delivery vans, especially like, whereas you just need to pump gas. You just go in, spend like at least at most five minutes just to pump in and you're out on the road. Whereas when you try to like charge these vehicles that are EV, they do take a while. So it's gonna be interesting to see how their range capabilities are gonna be in order to allow max amount of miles driven to to uh, do business commercial wise honestly
0: yeah well i mean those are all things to be foreseen mm-hmm. but i mean gm has always had a really good uh hold on a lot of commercial and fleet vehicles along with ford you know mm-hmm. so it, they got to be the one kind of pushing and starting it so we'll we'll see what they're coming up with yeah definitely but yeah, unfortunately it seems like our, our cars are turning into appliances, man. And this is it kind of makes me a little sad. And that logo just kind of hit it for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely see what you mean, honestly.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna print it out, like make some stickers, and I'm gonna go to Best Buy and just slap it on on microwaves and <laughs> in refrigerators over there. <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: Well, yeah, so it, it it doesn't seem to be going in the direction I really liked it to see. I kind of wanted to see more of a fun side, you know, yeah, like, hey, we're gonna go e v but we're gonna have these fun cars available, you know, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, it's still it's still yet to be determined
1: well, yeah, we'll there's there's a lot of it.
0: uh there's a lot of hearsay, there's a lot of investing going on, there's a lot of research going on. So, we'll, we'll see who ends up kind of catering to our side of the market, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, Manny. And you had something on the board for a muscle car museum.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, this is actually very interesting. Um, I in, I hope I can pronounce his last name really well as well. Rick Chawargi's, uh Muscle Car City, which is actually located in Punta Gorda, Florida. Probably the largest muscle car, uh, American muscle car museum, and they—it looks like their days are numbered. Where it seems to be that they will be closing the museum, and auctioning off most of its cars.
0: Sweet. So, what what type of cars are we talking about here?
1: So, even though this is a mu- American muscle car museum, the majority of the majority percentage of their cars in this museum are actually mainly GM. So, from like all the El Caminos you can think of, honestly, from 1964 to 1972, they got it. Every year of Novas, uh, from uh, from also from those years, they got it. All the years for Impalas, from like 1958 to 1969, they got it and everything. They actually have more corvettes in their museum alone than the actual corvette museum
0: <laughs> damn
1: yeah so again this this museum is very more towards the side of gm and i can see why because gm has a very long history of the cars they produced that have made it and made it so much history over the years in evolution throughout throughout these decades but All yeah, right. it does look like it. So they are located in, in Florida. And I guess it looks like their, their date for when this museum is actually going to close is January 17th. So pretty much in a few, in the next couple of weeks. And we'll be auctioning off most of its cars with no reserve, honestly.
0: Okay. That was going to be my question. Where are they auctioning it?
1: Yeah. So, so this, I mean, this, uh, If they're going to auction it off directly from the museum or from a third party auctioneer, I don't know. They just, that's all the information I've seen so far.
0: Going to start checking (laughs) that.
1: Hey, I mean, are you going to have the money to buy a $100,000 Corvette? No. (laughs) So why are you going to look it up?
0: I mean, flood the market. Not everybody's a buyer. There'll be a deal in there somewhere.
1: You really think you're going to afford most of this car? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try me, Manny. Try me.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm
0: I mean, just start looking up a
1: bunch of car changes. And I'll just be on the Bat website
0: all day long, man.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised with how much car purchases you've done this past 2020.
0: It hasn't been that many.
1: Uh, for me, yes. For a lot of people, yes.
0: Eh, no, still not that many.
1: I mean, it's sad to say that some of those cars are on jack stands, but yeah.
0: None of them are on jack stands, fuck your <laughs> face.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be... And so the auction, uh, as I look at the article, if anybody's interested, look up more. It's on Autoblog. Uh, just look up Muscle Car Museum uh, auctioning. It says that the auction will be... Taking place, it will actually take place January 22nd to the 23rd at the museum.
0: Okay, so the auction is going to be there.
1: Yeah, so it is. Okay, so as I'm reading it more a little bit, um, because I'm actually really interested in reading more of this article, and yeah, so it will be held at the museum, which is a smart move because I I would not want all those vehicles being transported around before they're auctioned off and everything.
0: Yeah, that's. Man, that's nutty, man. So, an interesting
1: how, fact that I've seen so far in this uh, that the advertise all the cars that are going to be advertised to be auctioned off have a combined amount of 65,000 horsepower, uh, 65,000 plus horsepower combined.
0: That's actually what was going to be my question. How many car, how many vehicles do they have available?
1: So, it, it's going to be in the from what i'm seeing in the article it doesn't say how many cars it just says that most of its collection is going to be auctioned off but they do have more than 200 cars um, in their museum and like i said mainly in the, mo- the majority of them are gm so it doesn't give a specific amount of how many cars they are going to auction off but it's definitely going to be a lot of cars since it says it's a lot of mostly a lot
0: oh yeah definitely
1: But yeah, so that's pretty much what it is. I, I'm i actually interested in looking to this auction when it happens during these dates as well. So I'll be with you as well looking up this auction. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I can't afford all of it, any of them, sad face, but yeah.
0: Very true. Speaking of, uh, how's it been not being a, not, blah, not driving your cars?
1: Uh, it's been weird. Honestly, I finally got the chance to drive my Mustang the other day and I honestly felt like a brand new driver did not know what to do. I knew how to shift, but it was just, I felt so out of place just putting the clutch in, changing the gears, pressing the gas, pressing the brake, just sitting in the driver's seat, just handling the steering wheel. It just felt out of place. Everything about it, honestly.
0: Ew, that's weird
1: it is weird even driving um my sister's automatic car it just it just i just felt so out of place honestly
0: oh yikes man interesting enough i actually had to drive the type r and mustang to work all last week
1: i did see that what uh did something happen to the crown dick is it on jack stands
0: no 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 uh the brake light (laughs) the brake lights went out and i was too lazy to go buy the switch
1: (laughs) you sound like leo who's like lazy to switch out his headlights
0: well i i bought the bulbs first because that's usually like the first thing uh-huh. And I swapped the bulbs and they still weren't working. And I was like, oh, man, I got to go through the switches and the fuses. And I was like, I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll do it later. And then pushed it back. And then I finally went through and uh, test the fuses. They were fine. Um, there's two ways that the brake lights can go off. Like one of them is with uh, the emergency signal lights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's a switch there that'll keep the brake lights from going on. Okay. And sometimes those on that on that type of car they get stuck. So I kind of like finagled and played with that button a little bit and still didn't work. So the next culprit seemed like it was probably the uh the actual um brake light switch that's attached to the pedal. Yeah. So I went to go buy one and just you know took five minutes to swap it out. <laughs> okay.
1: At least he actually did something to the car. Like I said, Leo is always complaining to me that his headlights are out and everything. I was like, "Dude, just go to fucking AutoZone, pick up some brand new ones, and put them in." But he's been really lazy about it, so I was giving shit for it.
0: No shit. No, I just didn't feel like doing it. So you're also lazy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> no, that and like uh, at work, the project I've been on has been a a bit of a nightmare. So I just get home and I'm just like, I don't want to do nothing. Annoyed. (laughs) But, uh, I think, uh, that I think so far, I haven't really had to do much of that crown Vic.
1: Okay. That's, that's good. That's good. Actually.
0: Yeah. So it's back up and running again, or, you know, the brake lights are safe to drive again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely.
0: And then, uh, taking it up to, um, Taking it up to the dog trainer's house, I yeah, actually—I have,
1: I have been seeing your story that you've been taking it out and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it up to the dog trainer's house, and uh, he caught me uh, sliding in front of the house.
1: <laughs> Intentionally or unintentionally?
0: Intentionally. There's a long dirt road. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this man.
0: Yeah, it, it was one of the uh, one of the other people that were there for training too. They were like. Did you do? Were you sliding right now? There's a giant cloud right there where you, when you pulled up, I was like,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they do they do a pretty good job paving that not paving, but like uh, smoothing it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess next to him, they have like a somewhere where they store like a bunch of different dirt and like some tractors and stuff. Yeah, they do a good job of keeping it pretty level.
1: Okay, not bad.
0: So it's 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 very tempting Manny <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't help it man
1: mm-hmm.
0: but uh man, yeah yeah no no other, other than that the car's been great man I'm kind of debating on um on what car I'm gonna take to NASA because by the way you know fast approaching Manny no I know I'm are you still up, uh, are you still planning for February?
1: uh with the current situation i might just shoot for march
0: shoot for march the the next one yeah. the second one
1: yeah i'm gonna shoot for that one actually just just because of my current situation
0: okay all right all right yeah off the top of your head uh, actually off the top of my head i'm trying to remember what track that actually that one actually is
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if you're shooting for march i gotta i gotta lock you in dedicated yeah, yeah. <laughs> And probably buy my ticket too. I still haven't bought mine for February,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which honestly, I I'm planning to go. That is that is my plan for sure. Yeah. But let's see, February March is actually oh, it's Auto Club.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, March is Auto Club. That's actually perfect because it's like, like I said, it's a fun track. You have to drive that track this year because this might be the last year.
1: Yeah.
0: And on top of that, super close to home.
1: It really is, actually.
0: Yeah, that's like you're the perfect way to get your feet wet on it, man. Definitely. So I guess we're going to have to start you on that simulator and and get you practicing on Auto Club.
1: Definitely. I'm down.
0: Um, what's left on your list to get track prepped? So
1: I'm already looking at helmets, uh, brakes. Uh, I'm trying to see if we can start getting those as well with your help since I know you can get discounts. And uh, brake uh, and tires, actually. I just need to get tires.
0: All right. That's not too bad.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Fuck, that's that's easily doable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Easily, easily doable.
1: Because the last thing I want is to deal with that tire that I currently have that has a leak
0: while on true. the track. Very true. But no, that, that doesn't seem like an impossible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Are you still planning to get wheels and tires mm-hmm. or just replace tires for right now?
1: I'm still looking at wheels right now. seeing what I can do. If if it doesn't, if there if it's not possible, then I'll just worry about the wheels some other uh, later on.
0: Okay. So I have a note I wanted to give you. The more I thought about it, the more I was kind of like, you know what? I don't think you need to buy a second set of wheels right now. Because mm-hmm. you have the El Camino, right? Weekend cruiser. Mm-hmm. You have the pickup truck, which you can put around anywhere you want yeah and then you have uh the mustang for your fun stuff Uh why do you need a second set of tires (laughs) or a second set of wheels
1: well i was just thinking about just having one for street to have some tires just for dedicated for street use and then the other one's actually meant for like track use it was just an extra idea that i have i wasn't actually very serious about it it was just an extra idea
0: okay yeah i I don't think you need it because uh it's not like you're dailying the Mustang or commuting with the car, you know.
1: No, I know what you mean.
0: I I, I think mean, you'd be okay. It's not. It's not like you're gonna go and burn through those track tires, you know, very quickly with the amount of driving you do, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 about to be one. It's about to be actually about to be one year since I bought the Mustang, and I've only put five thousand miles on it.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that was your only car, I don't think you'd put enough miles on there to burn up through even a track set of tires.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you'll,
0: you'll be fine. I don't think, I don't think you no, need no. to worry about that at all. Like, like I said, the,
1: the whole idea about getting an extra set of wheels was just an extra idea. It wasn't actually an actual idea that I, that I want to be dedicated to to actually getting. It was just an extra idea basically.
0: Oh yeah. Abandon that. Invest it okay. in seat time. <laughs> <laughs> invested in tires for right now and your helmet let's go (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, i I am definitely gonna hit up a shop i'm gonna ask them what like what can i do to know what size helmet i need honestly because it's gonna be hard trying to be able to test fit helmets these days now
0: yeah 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 uh during covid it's probably a bit harder to actually go through and test them
1: yeah so there's a shop that I'm going to look at and I'm going to hit, I'm going to contact them and just like give me ideas, like how to justify which size I need, honestly.
0: Okay. And be careful with brand. Cause I think depending on your brand too, you want to make sure you stay within that same brand for your sizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoot. And if anything, if he has it there, you can just pick it up there, but it's hard to find like walk-in stores that have, the auto racing helmets. Yeah. At least I've found it difficult, you know?
1: hmm
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's glad to see track prep is at least on the schedule. <laughs> it is honestly.
1: Even though I did have a hiccup because of certain s- personal reasons and situations, but it hasn't like deviated my 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 path towards actually preparing for this.
0: Well, that's good to hear, buddy. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm think i going to see what I can do about getting out there in February for sure. If not, 100% I'm going in March. Yeah. And um, whether I take the Fox body or the Type R, it's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah. Part of me kind of wants to just take the Fox body out and at least kind of benchmark before I do all the suspension work.
1: Oh, that, that would actually be a good idea, honestly.
0: Yeah, but the other part of me wants to go there and uh, kind of try to beat my my personal best time in the Type R, in the before, type R yeah. before it's too late, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean.
0: So competition with myself or kind of like evaluating the Fox.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah.
0: But uh, with that, Manny, let's call this an episode, buddy.
1: Definitely. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and on Twitch at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have a website at unacceptedpod.com
0: and be sure to like subscribe leave a review anywhere you're listening listening to this podcast and uh if you guys do happen to listen to the bonus episode please give us some feedback and review on it i definitely. i honestly really enjoy doing these um, i did put a lot of time into prepping for that episode and i'd like to polish it up and do a couple more of those because i i had a blast doing it
1: mm-hmm, definitely
0: so, yeah, listen to it. Give us some feedback, comments. Let us know what we can do to help make it more entertaining. And um, also, if you guys want to send us an email, we're at unacceptedpodcasts at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. All Tony, give me a drum roll, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>